turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? My teacher said they found dinosaurs with feathers called Raptors. Is that a fact? Did you ask your teacher how she knows? Oh, Grandpa, it's in the science book, so that's got to be right. Well, science books once said that every child was born with no personality at all, but that's wrong. So be careful about trusting everything you read in a science book. However, there is a book I do trust. It's called the Bible, the Word of God, and it's never been proven wrong. When I asked you how your teacher knew dinosaurs developed feathers, I already knew the answer was she didn't. But there were people around when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Do you know when dinosaurs were created? My teacher said 200 billion years ago, but I'm guessing that's wrong. Huh, Grandpa? Very wrong indeed. Let's turn to Genesis, the first book of the Bible, and read from chapter 1 in verse 20 and in verse 24. Then God said, Let the waters abound with the abundance of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth every living creature according to its kind, cattle, creeping things, and beasts of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was so. So the birds were made on day five, and the land animals such as dinosaurs were made on day six. But your science book says that birds came after land animals. Who should you believe? We said believe the Bible, right? That's right. That archaeoraptor was said to be the link between birds and dinosaurs. But scientists later discovered that that fossil was a fake. You see, it was actually two different fossils put together to look like one. But scientists don't lie, do they? Well, lies are sins. Have you ever sinned? Oh, yes, sir, but I'm really sorry I did. It's good that you admitted that. You see, I've sinned too. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God in Romans 3.23. So scientists have sinned just like we have. But in this case, only a few scientists lied. Unfortunately, they fooled a whole lot of other scientists. It wasn't until later that some of the scientists thought that fossil didn't look right and found out what it really was. A bird fossil on top of a raptor fossil. Many scientists look at fossils and didn't see any problem with it, mainly because they really wanted to believe that they had found the proof of evolution. Do you realize what proving evolution would do? Gee, I don't know. By proven evolution happened, it would show that creation didn't happen. And if there's no creation, then there'd be no creator, no God. Then they don't have to admit that they'd sinned or need a savior like Jesus. So when the honest scientist who were really looking for the truth found the fossil was a fraud, he took away that proof of evolution, revealing that there is a creator as well as a need for a savior. And that's a fact. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, president of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association, along with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, directors at SABSA. 
We are here to reassure you that you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. One of the things that always hits me on this discussion of feathered dinosaurs is what happened with Archaeoraptor. Archaeoraptor, a find out of China, came to this country and it was examined at UT Austin. They did CT scans of it before the thing was ever published in National Geographic. And what they found out of the CT scans was that this thing was pieced together out of five different fossils with as many as between two and five different animals. The thing is a total fabrication. And yet, even knowing that, National Geographic said, no problem, we will publish it as real. How can they do something like that? That's ridiculous. That's all of fallen short of the glory of God, for sure. But it leads to the realization that evolutionists want to believe in this fairy tale that they're purporting as real. And so they'll take whatever evidence and use that. They'll run with it, even if it's not really evidence. It's one of the things that I also read about was that when they found these so-called feathered dinosaurs, there's other artifacts that from the layers of strata in China that look like some sort of feathery projections along the edge of the fossil, and they found beta-keratin in those fossils. Now, beta-keratin is a protein, and a protein should not last millions or billions of years. So the fact that they found some beta-keratin protein actually begs the millions of years price tag or date on these guys. It should be just thousands of years at most. So it should be evidence that it is evidence for a recent creation. Which is a problem, but also beta-keratin, while it can be a part of the formation of feathers, also can be a part of the formation for other skin cells, etc. So this does not just say it has to be feathered. Yeah, it's my understanding that there's a lot of difference between a scale and a feather. A feather has a shaft with a vein on each side, and the veins are further divided up into barbs and barbules. And the barbules have little hooks on them to hold them together, and the hooks are made like a hook on a screen door. And according to the Darwinists, all of the information to evolve a scale from a feather would have had to have been added through genetic mutations, which again are nothing more than copying errors in the DNA. So if you take the instructions to make a scale and make enough mistakes, you'll end up with a feather. So by mistake, we're supposed to get from one carefully designed organ, which is scales, to another carefully designed organ, which is feathers. And that's not how you get there. And the the scientists also are trying to prove that there's an avian connection between the dinosaurs and birds we see today. And they have to do that by also fabricating or at least imagining what they see in the bones. They see things that look like little air cells pockets in the, the fabric of the fossils. And they're really explainable in other more realistic means. And then they found a very well-preserved theropod called a Sinoceropteryx, where they found intact rib and diaphragm remnants, which made it look just like today's crocodilian or reptile family. So whenever someone tells you that theropods became like birds, you can say, well, that's a croc. You couldn't resist that one, huh? (laughs) I just couldn't. (laughs) You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Today we're talking about feathered dinosaurs and what that impact that has on the creation account. This whole idea of feathered dinosaurs has been debated and came up in the last 20 to 30 years. Some secular paleontologists led by Jack Horner propagated this. But what we've found in the last 15 to 20 years 
is all these fines, we didn't have many supposed feathered fines before 20 years ago, but they're now all coming out of China. What are we finding with these fines in China? Well, that's a good question. It's all from a couple layers of strata, and they all seem to be from theropods, and all has not feathers, but proto-feathers coming out, radiating back from the fossils. And there's a good reference that I would commend to you. That's a, a pocket guide series called Dinosaurs from Answers in Genesis, and it has a whole chapter that basically refutes the dinosaur-to-bird evolutionary link. So it, it's just not there. The scientific study of it, even evolutionists will say, this is not right. This, is, this can't happen. This is not the way it is, and the findings are wrong. And one of the points I'll make about that lovely little booklet that's packed with information is it retails for five ninety nine, but we were able to make a special buy with AIG, which we thank them for. And so we can offer the thing for just $1, which is a real fine. I want to make it clear to our listeners that when they do find what they think are proto-feathers, which are not real feathers, which are not whole feathers, it looks like hairs are just marks in the fossil record. And... So they're saying that these protofeathers or hairs are going to eventually evolve into feathers. When we find a crocodile or alligator that has been quickly buried and fossilized, we often find these same striations, these same hair-like appearances in the rocks, but it's not because they were woolly or feathery or anything else. It's because as their skin collagen degenerated, it kind of ruffled. It degenerates and gets very rough and creates these striations. So that's all we could be looking at with these dinosaurs. We don't have to be looking at feathers. They just want it to be feathers. Amen. And it's my understanding that there's designed between reptiles and birds, such as the respiratory system. Well, the respiratory system is a big one, and certainly it's quite different between birds and reptiles. And another thing is their pelvis is different. Although there are pelvises in dinosaurs that look like birds. In other words, ornith- anyway, they have bird-like pelvises and then they have reptilian-type pelvises in various types of the dinosaurs. So neither one of them is consistent. And uh, both of them can be seen in uh, creatures we have in, on the Earth today. So they are not evidence for a, a slow and gradual progression from dinosaurs to birds. So we shouldn't believe everything we hear about dinosaurs having feathers on them. That's correct. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you miss any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.